Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about why providers should care about the growth of Medicare Advantage Part C. And to talk with me about that topic, I'm joined by Michelle Keller-Eiler, who is a clinical review specialist here at Bessler. Michelle, welcome back to the show. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me today. So, Michelle, we know that the enrollment in Medicare Advantage plans is growing nationally, and it's certainly something that uh, policymakers and others are encouraging. So it's something that uh, the provider community needs to pay attention to. But before we get started Uh, down that road. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what Medicare Advantage is for those who may not be as familiar with it? Sure. So Medicare Advantage, also known as MA or Medicare Part C, is a bundled plan uh, that is offered by private insurance companies such as Humana or Aetna, United Healthcare, and these plans have to be approved through Medicare Um, and they have to cover all services that are covered by Medicare. They will include Part A inpatient benefits, Part B outpatient benefits. Many of them will include Part D, which is your prescription coverage. In addition, the Medicare Advantage plans will cover additional services that Medicare doesn't cover, such as vision, hearing, uh, dental services. All of these would be separate plans if you were to go with a traditional Medicare coverage. Medicare Advantage is open to all members that are eligible for Medicare Part A and B as long as they live in the service area of the Medicare Advantage plan that they're interested in becoming a member of and that they do not have end-stage renal disease. That would disqualify them from going with a Medicare Advantage plan. It's also important to note that if the member does choose to go with Medicare Advantage, they cannot enroll in a Medigap plan like they would uh, have the availability to do if they went with a traditional Medicare coverage. Michelle, what are some of the pros and cons of these plans? As I had mentioned, Medicare Advantage is an all-in-one coverage. So it's covering your inpatient, your outpatient, your dental, et cetera, uh, which would be different plans if you went with a traditional coverage. And they're now very affordable. So some things that members need to look at is what the monthly premium is for the plan, which may be as low as zero, um, but it can go up to, you know, I've looked at some that were $85 a month. They also need to make sure that it includes or doesn't include their Part B premium, which could be a separate charge, or the plan may opt to cover some of that or all of that Part B premium. Um, there's also many options available that people can look at uh, with different copays, different coverage options, different networks. Um, One key item that people like with Medicare Advantage plans is that there's an out-of-pocket maximum, which does not happen with Medicare. So when you reach a certain dollar amount that's set by the plan, you no longer have to pay out-of-pocket for that year of service. The downside of, or we won't say downside, the uh, cons, I guess, of a Medicare Advantage plan is that the plan sets their own co-pays. They set the need for referrals to see specialists, and they do create their provider networks. So it's very important that a member looks at these provider networks and make sure that their physicians are included. Otherwise, they have to change providers or they'll be paying a lot more out of pocket to see the physicians that they want to see. This can change from year to year, too, as providers contract or no longer contract with the MA plans. 
And if you travel, it's something to consider that the network may not expand outside of your current area that you live. So you may need to consider a different type of coverage if you're going to plan on traveling. And Michelle, as we said at the top of the program, these plans are growing in popularity and expanding across the country. And uh, you have some interesting data on what that expansion um, looks like. Could you share that with us? Sure, absolutely. So in 2018, there was a projection that Medicare Advantage enrollment for 2019 would increase 11.5% over the 2018 enrollment. As of July 2019, CMS has reported that there are nearly 23 million enrollees in Medicare Advantage programs. This also includes PACE programs, uh, MSAs, and Medicare Advantage SNPs, and it includes the territories, uh, U.S. territories, not only the United States, but that's definitely a huge growth. I'm not sure if we've hit our 11.5% growth yet, but we're definitely on the rise. Some of the reasons for this growth uh, would be that the baby, baby boomers are reaching Medicare age. They're reaching retirement age, and they're familiar with these employer-sponsored HMO plans. They're familiar with the commercial plan names, the, the United Healthcare, the Aetna. So sticking with that familiar name and the familiar type of plan is just comfortable for them. These folks are used to finding in-network providers. They're used to getting referrals to go to see their specialist. Uh, they know what their co-pays are to go to their primary care physician or to their specialist or to go get an x-ray done. They're also used to having that comfort zone of knowing that they're going to where they may reach their out-of-pocket maximum and they won't have to exceed that amount and worry about where that money is going to come from towards the end of the year. They're used to having one insurer to go to and not having to worry about their Medicare A, their Medicare B. They just know they have United Healthcare or whatever their plan may be. And they also no longer need to worry about finding a Medigap coverage because this is all included and they wouldn't have to search for that extra coverage. One thing that CMS is doing to really help with the uh, enrollment in Medicare Advantage and even in the enrollment of Medicare is they've committed to making the process easier and more personalized. They have a system called eMedicare, which is redesigning the Medicare Plan Finder tool online. It's creating a much more personalized view for members to go on. They walk through a wizard now that will help show them options that are available to them, both traditional Medicare and Medicare Advantage plans. It helps them choose the type of coverage that may be right for them based on a few simple questions asked through the wizard. Another item in here is the out-of-pocket cost estimator, which is great for people to say, these things may happen, or I know these things are coming up this year. Let me see what it's going to cost me if I go with traditional Medicare versus a Medicare Advantage plan. And I think most importantly is that they've really changed the language in this tool and on their website to be easier language for the everyday person to understand. So it's not as convoluted and difficult. It's normal wording that we're used to hearing and mm -hmm. especially for our aging population that may struggle with an online service as it is to be able to go online follow steps and understand what it's telling them back is is great here and for anyone who watches tv you might suspect that these plans are more widely available these days right <laughs> absolutely absolutely so new companies are actually joining the medicare advantage mm -hmm. arena there's a lot of growth potential for them and 
the existing companies, like I said, United Healthcare a few times, Humana, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield, they continue to expand the plan offerings, the number of plans that they're offering, the areas that they're offering them in. Um, they still do account for the largest percent of enrollment, uh, the common plans, but new companies are coming out every day, and even provider-based companies are starting to join the Medicare Advantage arena and offer their own plans. CMS actually puts out a listing by state of the number of plans available in every state and U.S. territory, and we found some very interesting numbers. So the number of plans vary greatly from state to state. Um, we found as low as five plans available in the state of Wyoming, and as many as 391 plans are available to members in Florida. Um, I'm in New Jersey, so I look specifically at New Jersey, and there were 60 plans available in 2019 for members in the state of New Jersey. And I also found that there are plans available in territories like Guam now and the U.S. Virgin Islands and places that we may not think of Medicare or Medicare Advantage even being available, and now these Medicare Advantage plans are expanding to these territories. And the plans themselves are expanding too. That's correct, yes. They're, they're expanding in their offerings of services. Um, they offer, as I said, all services must be covered that are covered by Medicare, but they have supplemental benefits. And these benefits are expanding given the recent rulings by CMS allowing them to have some more flexibility. Um, unfortunately, the plans can limit this to who they offer them to, and so they may choose to offer supplemental benefits to only people with certain health conditions. Um, but that will expand as well as they have a little bit more time to refine these options and supplemental benefits. Some of the benefits are now including non-emergent transportation, which wasn't available before. It was only on an emergency basis that you'd be covered. Non-skilled home services, home safety equipment like grab bars in your shower and things that you're aging population need to be safe at home, these will now be covered. Uh, even nic nicotine replacement therapy, preventive programs for certain conditions like diabetes or weight management. Uh, some plans are offering adult daycare programs to help keep people in home longer. In the future, we will be seeing a trial for home-based palliative care, which is typically covered by Medicare right now. Um, even if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare would pay your hospice services, and we're looking forward to a trial of this being covered by Medicare Advantage in the future. Michelle, what do you think providers need to know? So I think one of the key things that providers need to know is that Medicare Advantage population is growing. It's going to continue to grow, as will the number of plans in your service area. So you need to be cognizant of this and cognizant of what your contracts say. Medicare Advantage contracts used to be an addendum onto your commercial plan contract with not much thought put into them. And with the growth, we really need to watch the wording and make sure that these are carefully constructed contracts. Medicare Advantage plans follow some rules from Medicare, but they don't follow all of the rules. So some of the administrative rules are up to the plan to set, and that means they're up to the contracting team to set as well. So you need to watch your payment methodologies that are in there, uh, your timely filing rules, your prompt pay, sequestration, add-on payments. These are all items that can be set in your contracts and worked out with your Medicare Advantage plan um, contracting. 
One example that we see here at Bessler a lot is the good cause rule. We can reopen a claim for four years with Medicare. Medicare Advantage plans like to set very strict timely filing limits of 90 days for corrected for corrected claims. This is something that you can probably negotiate a little bit with them and see if you can expand your timely filing limits to follow more of the Medicare guidelines. It also has created an opportunity to set some creative payment methods uh, such as value-based or risk-based payment models. And we really need to start, where providers really need to start working with these Medicare Advantage plans to create marketing for your patients to promote awareness and education of some of the offerings that you have that are now covered by their Medicare Advantage plan. Michelle, great information and uh, certainly like to talk about Medicare Advantage because it's something that is growing and, and something that is uh, changing as well. And uh, our provider community definitely needs to be uh, in tune with what those changes are. So thank you for joining us on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.